0: Yep, got the virus. Got the virus. Devontae Adams and defensive coordinator Joe Berry. Let's just hope that no one else is inflicted with it in uh, Titletown there as the Packers have a big game looming Thursday night in Arizona against the Cardinals. Certainly takes a hit with no Devontae Adams on the field. And Joe Berry, breathe a sigh of relief, Rowdy. Joe Berry will be participating in practice
1: Virtually through Zoom. Good morning, Rowdy. Good morning. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, They (laughs) said now everyone is, uh, especially all the coaches, are distancing. Yep. And they are doing it through Zoom.
0: Everything's Zoomed. And in the building of uh, Lambeau and surrounding Hudson Center, and you name it, they all, despite being vaccinated or not, which I think like 99% of the organization is. They will be wearing masks, Rowdy. Hopefully double, triple, quadrupled masks. That way for the virus doesn't get through and into the system. I'm of... sure that
1: second one's really stopping them. <laughs> well,
0: that's why they're doing the third and the fourth. I would also suggest go get gigavaxed. Get get every, every single vaccine you can get your hands on and dump it into your body as much as you can. Gigavax.
1: Every company, every time.
0: Mix it all together and pour it on your Wheaties. Make sure you don't get the Rona because this game now is already losing a little luster in Arizona. No Devonte Adams. That's pretty disheartening. Um, we found out what Matt LaFleur was on the podium yesterday. Joe Barry, Matt LaFleur was on the podium when he found out that Joe Barry had it. So they were talking about that. Then after LaFleur was done on the podium, and we'll have comments coming up from LaFleur. When we were done... On the podium, it was just a, like an hour later, two hours later, that it come to find out Devontae Adams got the virus. And my question is, Nellie, if more people, because they have to test more today, if more people are going to test positive for the Roans, and what's going to happen with this game Thursday night
1: against the Cardinals? Well, I know you said that um you don't like when other people talk about their fantasy team, but I'm going to connect this Green Bay Packers week. It's not No, have... Rowdy,
0: it's just not me. It's literally everybody. If besides you, I think if
1: <laughs> I'm going to connect this to my team last week where I had everyone on by and just and you just, just full
0: disclosure, Rowdy already told me about his fantasy team before the show started.
1: That's not true.
0: No, yes, it is.
1: Well, you asked me if I watched the game. I said I had no fantasy implication, so I didn't really care <laughs> about the game itself, not the fantasy. The, team. Uh, but but anyways, what I was going to say is every one of my players seemed like they were on by last week and I kind of punted on the week mm-hmm. knowing that I'm probably going to lose. Which I did. Yeah. This might be the Packers game to punt against Arizona, especially if they have more people test positive. Just go out there, go through the motions, and yeah, we'll see you next Sunday.
0: I have a, I have, that's a question I was gonna bring up today. should the I Packers mean, just the punt on have. this team. I know they're six and one. You know, they are cruising, obviously, uh, in the NFC North. Would would anyone be mad if the Packers just said, you know what, we're gonna we're just gonna Kirk Ben Kirk. Maybe this is a Jordan Love game coming up.
1: Well, also I I did see this statistic as well. They're six and zero without Devonte Adams. Yes, they when are. When Devonte Adams sits out, yep. so
0: Packers are six and zero without Devontae Adams. Um, there's been a lot of times when Aaron Rodgers was able to find anyone and everyone with a pulse and hit him, You know, find pay dirt the end zone. Aaron Jones. I remember Aaron Jones going off. What was it? What two years ago, Rowdy? Uh, when Devontae was out for a while, and Aaron Jones just had what a three or a four game yeah, stretch.
1: Aaron Jones was used more in the offense, and they really. Uh, spread the ball out to pretty much everyone.
0: Yeah, so we, I'm hopefully we see more of Aaron Jones coming up if he doesn't get the Rona. Uh, that's the biggest concern and the biggest question. Are more players going to be testing positive here for the virus? As last season when this was like, you know, everyone was wondering what the hell was going on. Is the earth going to end? Are we all going to turn to zombies? The Packers, the Packers pretty much didn't have really any COVID concerns. What was it, Josiah DeGuara? Was it Kalen Hill? And Kamal Martin and A.J. Dillon were well, the only guys that had the Rona last year, if you if, if you remember, Rowdy?
1: Well, Kylan Hill was in Mississippi State.
0: Or not him then, A.J. Dillon. It was A.J. Dillon. It was
1: A.J. Dillon, Kamal Martin.
0: And, like, one other person that didn't really matter. So, I mean, it's besides the point. The Packers didn't really have much going on last year with the Rona, now it's reared its ugly head. But here's the thing. They could be back in... Playing Thursday, I highly doubt it, but since both Joe Barry and Devontae Adams are vaccinated, they could do this. They need to be asymptomatic and then test negative twice in a 24-hour span to be available to play Thursday in Arizona. So
1: So. basically by Wednesday night, (laughs) they have to do all that.
0: Also, there's this. They could be false positives. I would not get my hopes up on that either, but the PCR tests that are out there are pretty whack. They're still I mean the PCR tests are still used everywhere, right, Rowdy? like last I time thought I they were scrapping those. I thought that too, but I still keep hearing about PCR tests because the PCR tests aren't really that good. but I wouldn't get my hopes up on that. I would just be under the guise that Devonte Adams is not going to be playing Thursday. But as Rowdy just said a little bit ago, nice little stat. The Packers are 6-0 when Devontae Adams does not play. Undefeated, never, never lost. lost. So I was trying to read a little more about the protocols here. So Devontae goes on the reserved COVID-19 list. If it's a false positive, he would need a second negative test within 24 hours of the initial negative test. So that would be like today to play against the Cardinals. Uh, if he's positive and symptomatic... Devontae Adams can return in 10 days or in five days with two consecutive negative PCR virus tests 24 hours apart within that five-day period. If he's positive and symptomatic, uh, he can return 10 days after symptoms first appeared and at least 72 hours have passed since he last experienced symptoms. And then if you are asymptomatic and have two negative tests within a 24-hour span, you can just come back. That's pretty confusing, Rowdy. There will not be a test later, but that's uh, that makes your head spin. When it comes to Joe Barry, he is doing things virtually, obviously. We just talked about that. But the idea is that defensive backs coach Jerry Gray will then be calling the plays for the defense with Joe Barry likely out. Is your head spinning, Rowdy? Because my head's spinning. That's a lot of craziness. Here's good news, though. Marquez Valdez-Scantling who is on the injured reserve, he should be available to play Thursday in Devontae Adams' absence if Devontae doesn't have the asymptomatic and the negative test or the false positive test. So you have MVS coming back, Rowdy. That's a good sign, yes?
1: Yeah, I mean, they have missed a guy that can stretch the field deep, obviously.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've missed him, but have they missed him?
1: Outside of uh, Devontae Adams, though, who's really a deep threat on the team besides MVS?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's about it. That's it. That's it. it. Uh, Our guy Corey says, why are they even testing asymptomatic vaccinated players or coaches? Uh, I don't know. I think everyone just gets tested. I think that's just what they have to do. Uh, And now Matt LaFleur, like I just said, said they're taking uh, ultra-super-duper precautions as they're all Zooming, and everyone, despite your being vaccinated or not, will be wearing hopefully at least 10 masks. Walking around there, uh, if they are in person, uh, we should get the zone hazmat body suit out to really help everyone. So let's see here. I wanted to play this Lafleur clip. So they were Matt Lafleur was asked if they're going to be, uh, you know, just more strict now. Here, take a listen. Yeah,
2: No, we are in advanced protocols right now, and so with that comes some like, never all our coaches' meetings are virtual today. And then we got to test again tomorrow. Everybody has to be masked up in the building, player, whether you're vaccinated or not. So,
0: hopefully, it's at least ten masks. Lafleur. Uh, Matt was also asked about uh, if the other coaches could be positive or you know had contact with Joe Barry.
2: Uh, yeah, there's potentially some other issues and uh, you know with with staff.
0: Rowdy, potentially some other issues with staff, says head coach Matt Lafleur. More information is going to come out today because they're going to do another round of testing. So. We got our guy Packers. JT says no to punting on this game on Thursday. You play to win the game. Win the damn thing. We're not discrediting the Packers without Devontae Adams, right? They're six and zero without Tay. But worst case scenario, more people test positive today. The game kind of, you know, you kind of raise an eyebrow. I don't know if the NFL is going to cancel. Then the NFL say like, it, remember this when they were to get canceling forfeits? all those
1: games last year and moving them to like Wednesdays and yeah, Tuesdays. I kind of liked and, it.
0: Because I got Wednesday football.
1: Yeah? No, I'm just saying last year they did pretty much everything they could to change the schedule and make sure the games happen and not have a forfeit.
0: And now what are they saying? That if you have a COVID outbreak, you will forfeit the game, right? Yeah.
1: Such a change in heart in one calendar year. Yeah.
0: And I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like the Packers have done everything in their power to appease the NFL and the rules set in place, right?
1: I mean, it sounds like it. I mean,
0: I mean, the, Joe Barry and Devontae Adams are both vaccinated. They're, you know, as Matt LaFleur suggests now, everyone's wearing masks. So you get punished now for doing all the rules and regulations set in place. But last year, and obviously they were figuring things out last year, but last year the NFL does everything in their power to move games around to make sure that you can fit it in the NFL schedule. This game I was very excited about. Right? Am I wrong in saying this as well? Rowdy, seven zero Arizona Cardinals versus the six and one Green Bay Packers. One of the the two Titans in the NFC going at it. I was pretty excited for this game. I assume you were as well. Yes.
1: Yeah. Until about uh, what nine thirty yesterday morning <laughs> when, when the you news first came out? got the first. Oh, Joe Barry's going to most likely be out. Thursday and then they they said that blah. there was more info to come. Yeah. And I mean, that turned into Devontae Adams, and now there's still more info to come. Yeah, as little that clip we just heard
0: from LaFleur, said there could be more issues with staff. So, man, um, interesting. DB's coach, Jerry Gray, going to take the reins in for the Joe Barry.
2: That's something that we're kind of working through right now. I think regardless of how we do it, it'll be a collective effort with everybody involved and having an input. But certainly you feel confident with a guy like Jerry who's called it before and has had – you know, a top five defense in this league. So uh, we definitely have people that we feel that are capable of, of getting the job done.
0: All right, well, that's good. So, Rowdy, I was reading the list here. So if Devontae, which I'm assuming Devonte is not going to be playing Thursday, check this out. The Packers on Thursday night could be without Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Josh Myers. Kevin King, and maybe Marquez Velda Scanling, but I'm assuming he's going to play. <laughs> Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, Zayreia Smith, Preston Smith, Josh Myers, Kevin King. The Packers battling a lot of injury. And sitting, Joe Barry and, 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 and defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Uh, when I read that out loud, now obviously a lot of those players haven't been playing this season, like Devontae or uh, David Bakhtiari. Excuse me, Jair's been out. Zayreia Smith only played a couple snaps in Week One. When I read that list, though, it's like, my God, how are they going to have any go about a good game Thursday night against the Cardinals? But then you think, well, it's Aaron Rodgers; anything is possible. They're six and zero without Devontae Adams, and Joe Barry. I mean, whatever. Like he can he can be there on a on a Zoom conference call, maybe like whispering in the ear of Jerry Gray. This game has definitely lost some luster, but with Aaron Rodgers rowdy, anything is possible, right? Aaron Rodgers could go out there and do it, couldn't he? Yeah,
1: and we've seen him do it with uh, injuries in the past, and we've seen him do it without Devontae Adams in the past.
0: Yeah, so let's go. I mean, do we want to punt on the game? If more you know, news comes out, I guess we'll have to wait and see, or do you want the Packers, will you be disappointed if they don't go out there, pedal to the metal,
1: and take it full force on the Arizona Cardinals? Maybe don't punt on the game, but if you lose, do you really care?
0: Yeah, because you got an excuse, right? It's like, it's you had everyone one.
1: out with COVID or an injury, and you're six and two, and you have a nice, firm lead in the NFC North. Yeah. With real, no apparent threat that plays in your division. Yeah, you're running away with the NFC North, no problem.
0: We'll talk about it, what the game means, all this information coming out. Maybe we can see some guys step up. This man is probably grinning ear to ear. Why? Because it's the NBA's regular season, Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show. Good morning, Grant Bills.
3: <laughs> Good morning. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but the Clippers beat up on the Blazers. That's dramatic. And <laughs> Celtics and the the Hornets. The Hornets. I can't decide if the Hornets are better than the Celtics. I haven't ruled out that bold take, but they went to overtime last night. Man, the the Bucks starting Thanasis. The they they held it. Held it out over the pacers left.
0: Yeah, the short handed Milwaukee Bucks, you know, Giannis just what they uh was it an assist shy of a triple double? So the, something like that. Yeah. yeah I,
3: I had the sound on for Monday Night Football. I was actually watching a little bit more of the Manning cast, but I had the Bucks game on in the background. I will admit I
0: wasn't dialed in, but what I did, did, you, what did you think of Marshawn Lynch on the Manning's cast? So I didn't
3: see that part of the Manning Cast. Unbelievable. I
0: saw, <laughs> well, I saw I saw Brady was coming on,
3: on Twitter, oh, so I switched it over.
0: God, I love Tom I, Brady.
3: I normally don't watch the cast because I don't like watching like watch parties. And stuff I like hearing the game broadcast. But I saw Brady was coming on. And I was like, well, I hate Tom Brady, but maybe they like make fun of him because Eli's in there, and maybe they like poke fun at him a little bit, and they did. But I hated it because it actually made me like Tom Brady a little bit more, which I I wished I wouldn't have watched now because Tom's the man, dude. He's
0: talk. the accept it, Pills, and life will be so much better when you accept your Lord and Savior, Tom Brady, into your life.
3: I don't want to be happy. I want to be right. It's a curse that I live with. All right, that's that's how I feel. About well, him.
0: you'll never be right when you say Tom Brady is no good. Just a FYI. Well,
3: that's that's not what I said. I just I don't like I don't like the guy. <laughs> I don't want to like the guy.
0: Uh, Grant, uh, Grant, I do want to talk some packages with you coming up here. But first, how speaking of things I don't like, and I don't think you like it either, does it just make your heart smile knowing that the Lakers are one and two and just like fighting on the bench and it looks like a oh show yeah, the the geriatric Lakers.
3: Oh, it's great. I Well, it's the Russell Westbrook thing. Like, if any other team that was trying to win a title traded for Russell Westbrook, you'd be like, well, that's dumb. Like, why Why would they do that? But because it was the Lakers, everyone's like, oh, well, they'll make it work, and LeBron is great, and well, Russ, will find a way, and he's athletic, and he's a superstar, <laughs> blah, 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 And everyone, like, made every excuse under the sun for why it's going to work for the Lakers. They should have traded for Buddy Heald, and they would still, still have Kyle Kuzma, too, probably. They wouldn't have to give up so much, so... I love watching the Lakers lose; it makes me very happy. I love watching the Celtics lose too, and watching them start zero two was beautiful. just a treasure. And losing multiple overtimes to the Knicks on opening night—it's been a great week for me. It so, really has.
0: Grant, is this going to be a threat for the Milwaukee Bucks here in the regular season? I saw this this morning. The Chicago Bulls are the last undefeated team in the East for the first time since ninety six ninety seven, and in that season, Chicago started twelve and zero and finished sixty nine nice and thirteen. Are is this version of the Bulls? Who got a new vibe about him? Is this gonna be a threat for the Milwaukee Bucks, the reigning champs?
3: Okay, well, I'm just looking at their schedule here. So I'm curious. So they have been. <laughs> so
0: I, mean, I knew, so they... I, I knew, I didn't. Uh, I sprung this up on you. I didn't think, figured you think we would talk to some Bulls against the Bucks, but here we are. No,
3: I, I'm intrigued by the Bulls. They've played the Pelicans, who are uh, the Pelicans need to be. I'm Mr. Small Market Franchise, and like, mm-hmm. we need to help support the small market. the The Pelicans need to be disbanded or moved for a million different reasons. They're garbage. Did I see they Zion? Did I see
0: Zion is like three hundred and eight pounds now? Dude, he weighs. He's like three fifteen.
3: If you see pictures comparing him to
0: last year, it, it's he's insane. A, he's a semi truck.
3: Yeah, and he couldn't stay healthy last year when he was way slimmer. So I don't, I don't get his deal. But they beat the Pelicans. Sands, Lonzo, ba- they have no though because they traded him to Chicago Brandon Ingram's there but, but Zion's not playing and then they beat the Pistons who are probably going to be the worst team in the East along with the Magic and then they beat the Raptors barely and the Raptors might end up tanking this year I think the Bulls are fine I think they'll be a middle seed maybe okay and they'll be fun but they can't defend anything and yeah okay. I know mean, it's probably a longer answer than
0: but no, that's fine. I was just curious about the Bulls cuz they're like they got a new vibe about them this year. They're actually looking uh, kind of decent.
3: All right, so Grant, they're exciting. They're exciting. Yeah, I like to they may moves like to be entertaining, but I don't know. I'll
0: take do. the Dendekun the Bros over the the Ball Bros just enough.
3: Yeah, I, I would too.
0: <laughs> All right, so Grant, let's change our gear to um the NFL here. Ah. Would you be upset, you know, if more COVID comes out with the Packers if they punted on their game Thursday night against the uh, Arizona Cardinals or are you like me, Grant Bills? Uh, when it comes to football, well, we know you're not in baseball, but a habitual winner. When it comes to football, do you want to see the Packers go out there and get it done, even with the Rona outbreak?
3: You know, this is the NFL, man. We don't punt games. We don't. We don't turn in losing efforts. I, I'm with you here. I it's next man up, right? If the, that's what the NFL is, that's what football is. It's the next man up sport. Way more than baseball or basketball. I don't know. This sucks because really, and you're a diehard Packers fan. I saw your your starter fit. On Sunday, like I got you, you, I got even
0: more in the mail the other day. It's insane. Y- yeah,
3: you rep the team, and you're you're drinking Bloody on game day and playing "Bang That Drum" or whatever that song is called.
0: I, the whoa, thing whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. You're, a, you're a music yeah. man, right? Yeah. Bang that drum or well, whatever it's called. It's Todd Rundgren who is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
3: Yes. Okay. So. And he worked so for that Kanye, Kanye
0: and Donda. I
3: did not know that. That's well. But we Kanye don't didn't use about. any of his stuff. Well, yeah, that makes sense because Dondo wasn't very good. But that's neither here nor there. Thanks. You, you are a diehard Packers fan like I am. Look at their schedule so far this year. Like, what's the win you can point to where you're like, "Wow, like this team is this team's going places"? That's that's a signature win. Cincy that that win looks a little better, but the Niners' win is looking worse. The Steelers' win's looking worse. The football team's win they won by fourteen, but eh, you know, it was fine. Like, this Thursday was supposed to be that game where we kind of know, where we're like, all right, they've been stacking wins, they're still better than the Bears, and they're probably better than the Vikings, they're certainly better than the Lions, they're going to make the playoffs, but, but what's the feeling for this team? This was the game that was supposed to tell us that, and it, it still might, right? But if they get blown up by 30, we'll just say, well, they're really injured and they were without Devonte, right? And I think that's a bummer because this game was supposed to teach us a thing or two, and now I don't really know what we're supposed to do with it.
0: Okay, well, I mean, I'll I'll take that. Did you expect before the, the before the COVID news? Did you expect them to win?
3: I don't know if I would have bet a large amount of money the Packers
1: plus three and a half. What percentage? What percentage, what what percentage would you
0: have given it? Uh, Packers win out of one hundred percent. Rowdy, what'd you give it? Forty.
1: I I said forty.
3: Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, 40 percent. I mean, it's a short right. week. They're going on the road and they're injured, right? If they had Jair and Sedaryus Smith. Right. And Devontae Adams. They might have MBS, which would be nice. Um, they're just, they're banged up. I no, I wouldn't bet the Packers plus three and a half. And now I, I wouldn't take them on the money line either. So I, I guess that's my way of saying, no, I, I wouldn't pick the Packers with a lot of confidence to win.
1: I think really your, your measuring stick is the next five weeks just in general. Cause we know that yeah. they're not going to be a hundred percent healthy. We now know that they have COVID and it's a short week for Arizona. But if you look at the next five weeks, and you extrapolate that out to Arizona, Kansas City, Seattle, Minnesota, Rams, and that's all before <laughs> they're by. I think if yeah. they go out there and play decently well and win, what, probably three out of those five, you probably feel pretty good about them moving forward, especially not being 100%. See, you guys
3: aren't going to like this because this is the whole winning-losing type thing, but I, actually, I told a coworker yesterday, I, I yes, I want the Packers to win on Thursday, absolutely, but I'm more concerned if, like, don't get blown out. Like, if this is an awesome game where it goes back and forth and the Packers lose by three, I'm not going to feel great about it, but I'll feel like, okay, sure. this team is for real. Whereas if you look back at 2019, we get to that Niners game and they get hammered and it's like, okay, well, okay. what are we what are we even doing? If it's a three-point game on Thursday, but they lose, okay, okay, let's go into the next couple of weeks, let's win some, you know, like I I don't mind said, that, Grant Bills. I don't mind that. Okay. 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 Good. This is to me. This is more about not getting blown out, maybe than it is about winning, which is so stupid. Hey, uh,
0: and speaking of getting blown out, before I let you go, uh, tell your roommate. <laughs> tell your roommate the habitual liar that he is. Tell your roommate. But I don't know if you guys know this. Like, oh no, Rowdy saw it. I'm hanging out with Grant Bills roommate when Grant Bills was down here uh, for the the Badger game. And I'm full disclosure. I'm allergic allergic to hornets. If I get stung by a wasp or a hornet, I could potentially die. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. there, there's this. There's, it wasn't a hornet, but this bee was flying around, and this guy, Grant Bills' his roommate, starts, like, freaking out, like, waving his hands around everywhere, running away. And I'm like, oh, are you allergic to bees? He goes, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm allergic to hornets and How would you find out? And he tells me this whole sad sob story about how he found out he was allergic to bees and he's got an EpiPen. I'm like, okay, cool, because I don't have an EpiPen. If I get stung, I'll need one because I might die. He goes, oh, yeah, I got you. Grant Bills comes up to me and says he made the whole thing up. We shared this, like, moment, and he totally made up being allergic to bees. Instead, his what happened, Rodney, His girlfriend was swatting away for him. He was running around, yeah, like he, just was running he was running away. He's just scared of bees, yeah, the, it was, it the, the, was, the was the self funniest, preservation.
1: The funniest the part worst. was uh, to, to back the story up so it was obviously Grant, myself, Ebo, uh, Grant's buddy, and, and his girlfriend uh, kind of in like this semi circle, okay. and Eww. Ebo was trying to give Grant crap and ask his buddy if Grant was a real man. His buddy said, yes, Grant's a real man. And then a little bee came, and he like ran around, and his and his girlfriend had to swat it away and tell him it would be all right. So then it really looked bad on him saying Grant was a man because so, he was running all around. It was, it was pretty funny, actually. Grant, tell your roommate
0: Ryan that I'm glad the Bears got their asses absolutely handed to them uh, week in and week out, all right, buddy?
3: Oh, uh, he was miserable on Sunday. He was... He, he was ranting. I'm so sick of being embarrassed. You know, I I won't hold my tongue with this team any longer. He was he was picked.
0: Tell him so, Tom yeah, Brady's is the me. man, and the Bears suck. And Matt Nagy's a coward, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and he's a coward <laughs> he too, far away from a there. bee. I thought we shared a moment, but in turn he's just lying to me.
3: Yeah, well, see, that's what happens when you're obsessed with being masculine. That's the. That's the Grant, this is Rundgren, by them. the way.
0: Say something, Roddy. No, pen.
1: Grant, I think, your, I think your roommate just wanted to stab Ebo. Wh- whether he yeah, got an to, stung pen. by a bee or not.
3: What's uh, <laughs> an EpiPen? He's uh, a big EpiPen guy, yeah. <laughs> Grant, this is Todd
0: Rundgren. Know your music, dude. Ooh.
1: Go, go this, Google, hello,
0: it's me, Todd Rundgren. This,
3: this kind of has a yacht rock feel.
0: It totally is. I can't believe you don't know this song. I thought you were a, a music savant. I thought you are a poser. Okay.
3: Okay. okay, Grant. We'll
0: cool. che- I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, nah, nah, big, nah. big world. Big world. Lots of music. Put on the top. He's no, a rock and roll hall of fame. Time. All right, Grant. We love you. We'll check out tonight four to six on the Wisco Sports Show, buddy. Tell your roommate to go pound sand, dude. I will do exactly that. You all have a wonderful day. See you, buddy. God bless.
1: See you, buddy. God bless. <laughs> there he is. I'm getting some uh, Elton John vibes from this. Little piano, guitar.
0: Green Bay Packers start off this schedule Thursday night against the Arizona Cardinals undefeated. But rowdy after that, now, if you go, this is a go back right though. Yeah. Like
1: if you go back to the start of the regular season and you look at what we thought this Packers schedule was going to be, everyone including the experts and the NFL and everything said the Packers had one of the hardest schedules in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean they continue to win the NFC North. They went to -to back-to-back NFC championship games. We knew they were going to have a tougher schedule. And then on paper, you're looking at it like, yeah, this could actually be really tough. New Orleans was supposed to be a lot better than what they currently are. San Francisco, I mean – San Francisco, once again, the they, injury bug has yeah. hit hard. And Jimmy GQ looks pretty bad. Pittsburgh on paper looks pretty solid, but then you kind of see Big Ben playing. You're like, okay, he's okay. aging. The rest of that Rogers or roster is kind of aging and just <clears throat> hanging on. And that doesn't look like it uh, is going to be the type of team they were expecting in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You have Cincinnati, who's an up-and-comer. Hey, they look pretty good. And then... Chicago is what it is. Detroit is what it is. And even the football team, though, they were seven and nine last year, technically won the e- NFC East. And people thought that adding Ryan Fitzpatrick that in that defense would continue to be really, really good. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick is hurt and the defense hasn't been very good this year. Yeah. A lot of those teams that they've played for one reason or another have so far under under exceeded expectations here.
0: Underachieved. Yes, indeed. And
1: what you, like, like you say it all the time. What you can't apologize. The Packers aren't apologizing for all these other teams not playing well. Never. They apologize. went out there after Week One and have not dominated. But Rowdy, when do you when, do you, want to ap- when do you
0: apologize?
1: Never. Never. Thank you. And outside of that New Orleans game. They've taken care of business. A win is a win in the NFL. And now you have a, a quick turnaround with the Arizona Cardinals on a Thursday night out west. And you're already dinged up. We've talked about the injuries. It's Jair Alexander. It's Zadarius hey, Smith. Can I read the it's list? It's Preston Smith. Here's the list for
0: no for potentially uh, not playing against the Cardinals Thursday night. David Bakhtiari, Devontae Adams, Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith, Mark Wasvaldez-Scantling, Preston Smith, Josh Myers, Kevin King. Oof. Now, Marcos Velde might play Rowdy, but to your point,
1: yes, the injuries are there. ton of injuries, and again, you continue to find ways to win. Then on top of that, we we basically are at <laughs> the suckers. end of our show yesterday, and you have Joe Barry that comes out as positive, the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Joe's then berries. later in the day, you see that obviously the best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams, down with COVID. Mm. And you hear later in the day that, oh, There might be more coming out soon, so I guess be prepared to hear more names. That's just adding to the, I guess you would say, injuries, but they're on the COVID list. For this Thursday night game against Arizona, and and Arizona is a much-improved team. You have a uh, Kyler Murray who's now been in the NFL for a few years. He's definitely gotten his feet wet and playing the best football he's ever played. Mm Mm-hmm. You have a good tandem at running back in chase Edmonds and James Conner. Remember James Conner had some really good seasons in Pittsburgh till he got banged up. Yeah. I, let's not forget Related that John Connor in the last couple of years, they added Deandre Hopkins last year. They added AJ green who has been able to stay healthy and, and played pretty decent football being a second fiddle behind uh, Deandre Hopkins. They have Christian Kirk still as a slot receiver, Rondell Moore, Badger fans Rondell are
0: very, very
1: familiar with him being at Purdue, being uh, used kind of as like that, that uh, Randall Cobb of the Green Bay Packers. They just traded for Zach Ertz. Yep. He was a stud tight end a few years ago, still solid. You talk about their defense. They added J.J. Watt. They still have Chandler Jones on their team. Like this is, this is a team that is – Good. It's a team that is veteran. Like Zaven Collins, one of the linebackers that they draft in the first round. He's played pretty well for them. Yeah, they're a great team. I mean, they have talent. Isaiah Simmons was a top 5 pick just a if couple years there's ago. There's a reason
0: why they're 7 and 0, you know.
1: Exactly. And a lot of people had doubted um the coaching. Yep. Obviously, because you you took a guy in Kingsbury who he didn't do very well at Texas A&M. And he comes to Arizona with more of a college-style offense. And Cliff Kingsbury has done really well this year. Now, has Arizona looked great in every single game? No. No. But But like the Packers, a a win is a win. They're undefeated. And... They have had games where they so, have blown out teams. But the, the thing to not be concerned about is if they do lose to Arizona, you're not hitting a panic button.
0: No, and you're not going to panic at 6-2. and two. You're 6-2. And, and you know you have the built-in excuses already,
1: the virus. I, I think the biggest thing is looking at where they're going to be going into bye week because this, this is the schedule. Shortened Thursday night road trip at Arizona. Then you get the extra few days and you go to Kansas City on a Sunday.
0: And they're a shell of themselves. They stink. Yeah,
1: they're not looking very good. But you know that they—you would think that that team with the veterans on it and the could coaching staff they have together. bounces back. Their
0: defense is so bad.
1: Though. You have Seattle,
0: and that could be Russ's first game back. First game Pot- back is what they're
1: they're hoping for. But that I mean but they stink. I'll say this: Geno Smith hasn't looked as bad as I thought he was going to.
0: No, it's just the Seahawks have just regressed from where they were, you know, a few years ago. And Obviously, then you have that what goes at, up
1: must come down. At Minnesota, where we know that Zimmer and Minnesota being at home has been tougher on the Packers in recent years. Mm-hmm. And then you have the revamped Los Angeles Rams, which adding Stafford, no, adding, good. Yeah, adding some of the players that they have over the last couple of years. Remember, they added Jalen Ramsey last year. Yep. They are a good team. You get
0: that at home, though, at Lambeau. And
1: then it's a bye week. You look at the next five weeks. If they go, say they go three and five, they go three and five in this next five game stretch. Are you really sweating it if they lose three, three, a Thursday three and night? two? Oh, yeah, sorry. Three, You win three out of the next five. Are you really sweating no, you're it? loving it. Because you're sitting there at nine and three. You're loving you're it. You're sitting there at nine and three going into your bye week. You're hoping that you're continuing to get healthy week by week. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, look around at your division. What team between the Vikings, the Bears, or the Lions are going to be even close to relevant to a team that's nine and three in the division? Yeah, you're, you're running away with it. Exactly. you love it. And what if we said kind of all year, because we were so invested in the Milwaukee Brewers, and then that season fell flat, and we're exactly. looking around, and we're like, okay, well, the Badgers should be really good this year, and that season started out even worse. Then that's how we got more people got even into the Brewers, in my opinion. Yeah. And now that season... You see what, you see what the Brewers
0: did to Ed Cedar, by the way? Broke his heart, man. He had to quit.
1: It is what it Ed, is.
0: Ed Cedar, the Brewers broke his heart. He had to quit.
1: But, I mean everyone kind of got off that badgers bandwagon until all of a sudden a few upsets happen here and there. And you're like, Oh, they can kind of control their own destiny. But the Packers have been the, the constant on Sundays that everyone just tunes into, but isn't really into because they continue to win and find ways to win. And you know, they're injured and yeah, you make a big deal of it on Sunday, but there were times where we wouldn't even lead with the Packers because it's just another ho-hum win, and you're yeah, kind of... because you expected it and you knew exactly. it. Exactly. You expected this to be a good team going into the season. They came from back-to-back NFC Championship games. You expect them to get back there, and you're kind of just like the Brewers the last four weeks of the season waiting for the playoffs in the postseason. As bad as that sounds, you go through the motions here... Like I said, you win three out of the five next games. You're sitting at oh, nine and three. Yeah, you're fine. You're what, is, what is the closest team in your division? The Vikings will six be... Six and six? Uh, yeah,
0: six. You got a
1: three-game lead, and then you, your remaining schedule is the Bears, the Ravens, the <sighs> Browns, the Vikings, and in the, in the, in the Lions? I mean, obviously
0: the Vikings run by last week, but my God, the Bears get absolutely throttled. By like Tom Brady and the Bucks, the Lions suck ass. they will probably go Owen. Oh, they are probably do. The next I just, defeated team. I just
1: don't see looking at the schedule, even with being how dinged up they are. I don't see how they lose or they they lose any more. Or sorry, I don't see how they don't win 11 games or more. 11 games would be like a bad finish. Yeah.
0: So this game happening Thursday night with the Rona Rowdy, if they do lose, which if you look at Vegas, it opened what three and a half. Now they're six point underdogs. The Packers after the virus news. If you lose this game. What you just said is that you'll feel more comfortable after this stretch before the bye week happens because you'll still be reigning supreme in the NFC.
1: Yeah, and and if you still have competitive games where you're winning the majority of those next five games against good teams, you're this beat up. You had a shortened week against Arizona. You have COVID issues. I, like I said, you're just looking to get healthy for the for the end run for the postseason because. Do you really think with now being 17 games, if the Packers say they go three and five in this next five and then say they lose even three out of the five against the Ravens, we'll say Cleveland and Minnesota. So they split it with Minnesota on the year, And in those, the remaining games, they finish with five wins. Do you really think another team in that NFC North can get to 11 wins? No. I don't either. No, not at all. You're just hoping that you're just hoping I don't even think any of them can get to I don't even know if if the Vikings would be lucky to get to 9.
0: Yeah, they've uh they've played a little better Kirk Cousins has anyways, played a little better as of late. But look at their schedule. They got the Boys, the Ravens, the Chargers, then the Packers. <sighs> Good luck.
1: Yeah, I mean 9 and 8, I feel like that would be looking at Minnesota. I the feel Rams like later that would on. be realistic and that's not even close to the 11 wins that I see the Packers definitely getting. Yeah. And then we're talking about, well, Zadarius Smith has a back. Jair Alexander has a shoulder. Uh, Bakhtiari's still coming off that ACL injury. Uh, Myers has a knee. All those guys, given the allotted amount of time and maybe then some to make sure they are good and you're getting them rolling. this, This is just...
0: Keep on rolling, baby.
1: As long as the Packers take care of business against the lesser teams and show good effort against these best of the best teams like the Rams or the Cardinals that could potentially be uh, Super Bowl favorites or in the top few teams for Super Bowl favorites, I see nothing wrong with this, especially if they take a loss or two. It's going to happen in the NFL. All right,
3: partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is.
1: I love it, Rowdy. I love it. Even if people can't freak out if all of a sudden yeah, let's they, not lose freak a, out. they lose a couple games here in the next Well, five. they're saying
0: super troopers? I'm freaking out, man. Well, the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. We already know that, Rowdy. So don't freak out about what happens Thursday in Arizona. And if they win, we'll party even harder.
1: Right, if they win, that's just yeah, it's, that's just added bonus. If they win, it's a yeah, it's a bonus. It's like oh, short and weak against the best team in the NFL. You're down. Your DC, your best receiver, one of your top five players, and oh, I don't know, another four out of your top ten players. If you win, that's just a bonus.
0: You'll be loving this ish right here. I love a rowdy. And here's the thing: the Packers are six and zero without Devonte Adams. 6-0 without Devontae Adams.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, Alan Lazard and Aaron Jones become bigger players. Even Bobby Tunyon probably, too. Yes, sir. Alright, we'll let uh, Fred Durst and
0: Lynn Biscuit take us out. The Packers are gonna keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Okay, so... We're waiting to see if there's more news coming out of Green Bay for positive COVID tests. The virus. Because around this time, Rowdy, is when we found out Joe Barry got popped. And then LaFleur took to the podium. And then after that, it was the news of Devante. Both fully vaxxed. Both fully with the Rones. The question comes then, was it a false positive? I'm not going to hold my breath on that, as Matt LaFleur suggested. And if they are asymptomatic... And then test negative within a 24-hour span. Two negative tests, then they would be able to play Thursday. But that time is very finite. <laughs> it's not. Oh God! All right, so there you go. We're gonna we're gonna see if any news breaks.
1: And that's, I believe, the protocol. So you know that they are vaccinated.
0: Y- yes. Because they are.
1: Because if they weren't, they wouldn't be playing at all.
0: Even like this happened to Cole Beasley in uh, spring training. He was a close contact. His trainer was fully vaccinated, tested positive for COVID-19. Colt Beasley was around his trainer, never once tested positive for COVID. In fact, it was all negative tests. But since he was by the trainer who was vaxxed, but with COVID, Beasley, unvaxxed without COVID, couldn't play for, I think it was 10 days.
1: Yeah, and then he had to go through, I think it was three straight tests and three straight days of and, negative. It's and, something like that. It's
0: And they were all negative for the Bs because he never had it. Despite his, It gets confusing. Which
1: makes zero sense from the NFL.
0: It gets a little confusing. But we're going to be uh, keeping tabs on to see if uh, Aaron Rodgers, well, hopefully not Rodgers, I mean the Green Bay Packers, uh, if anyone else gets the uh, a test here. I haven't seen anything, and if I do, I will let you know. ASAP, Rowdy, something I have seen, though, when it comes to Wisconsin football, is we got our little selves in Iowa game coming up here, a homecoming, 11 o'clock kickoff from Camp Randall. My question is, what's with all these players transferring? Now, I get some of them, right? Like a Loyal Crawford, who picked up a knife in a fight with Antoine Roberts. Uh, Crawford was kicked off the team. Roberts suspended and then transferred. Jalen Berger had questions about his um, work ethic and Essentially wanting to be there and practice in the weight room. He transferred. You had the, who's the wide receiver again? Uh, Ch- Ch- what was it again?
1: Yeah, Chandler.
0: Chandler? Chandler. Yeah, the wide receiver Chandler transfer out.
1: Devin and, Chandler. De-
0: thank you. Devin Chandler. And now, yesterday on his Twitter account, Caden Lyles, who has uh, played in 34 games and started 16 for Wisconsin. Obviously, last year dealt with injury. A knee injury knocked him out of the second half of the season, and then he was beat out by Joe Tippman, the sophomore in fall camp. So Lyles has played in five games, including a start against Michigan when Tippman was scratched uh, in the eye during warm-ups. Lyles did not play the last two contests, though, but he has now said he is transferring. He said on a statement, With one year of college football left in my future, I've decided to bet on myself and will be transferring to a new program for my final season of eligibility. My five years as part of the Wisconsin football program will give me some of the best times of my life and experiences I'll never forget. Uh, through my time as a Badger has come to an end in the field, I'll forever be thankful for the fans, coaches, staff, and especially to my teammates for all the support on Wisconsin. Caden Lyles. that
1: the hell's going on? Yeah, like you said, the like, on? The, all the running back ones make sense, especially with the Crawford and the Roberts little incident that they had. Made sense that they would be dismissed for something like a knife fight, mm. but uh, makes chance, sense. Yeah, the Jalen Berger one also makes sense too, especially with some of the rumors that were flying around about his work ethic and not really wanting to be at practice or the weight room and doing stuff. And if he was given an ultimatum, saying "Hey, you got to change this, or we can't have you around," yeah, I get that. But the other two, the Devin Chandler and the Caden Lyles, those are kind of like the the ones scratcher. where your little head scratchers because. Devin Chandler, we've seen the last couple of years, he's had some flashes with the kick returns, right? Yeah. And and being a return guy, kind of like Aaron Cruikshank. Now, I know Aaron Cruikshank wanted to be at back closer to home. That was one of the excuses that he used. But also another one was the fact that he really wasn't playing a ton out in pass patterns. Yeah. Same thing kind of with uh, Devin Chandler, right? You've seen him a lot in the return game. Haven't seen a ton from him out on pass patterns. What, he gets like a jet sweep every once in a while, maybe runs a pass pattern here or there. But the guys you see out there running the pass patterns are your Danny Davises, your Kendrick Pryors, mm-hmm. two guys that are six-year seniors. <laughs> you have uh, Jack Dunn, who's also a senior, and then Chimray DK. Those have been your top four. Yeah. He's probably questioning why he can't get in that top four. Yeah. And it's I think like, there's probably only one guy he's really questioning why he's not in the top four.
0: Yeah. I th- I mean, yeah. But anyways. <laughs> but anyways, what that what the hell? Like, uh, yeah. What's
1: going on? And then another the one with Caden Lyles, and we talked about this a little earlier with RJ, was like, that's the one that's confusing for me because he was one when he came in here, he was highly recruited. He came in, was on the offensive line, but he was he was stuck behind a really good offensive line at the He's time. like, I'm going to go defense. Yeah, and then they they asked if you would switch over to the defensive line because they were really thin at defensive line. Kid did it.
0: Yep, with defensive end. and um, played, played, played defense for decently, a year. Then good.
1: came back as an offensive lineman and found his way into the rotation into the starting lineup. And then all of a sudden was beaten out by Tipman, like you just said. And the thing is, though, a lot of the guys on the offensive line this year for Wisconsin, if you've watched any games, unless you've only watched the Purdue games, they haven't (laughs) played very well. And at times, especially right and left tackle, they've been eaten alive. They have been eaten alive. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a little head scratching how a guy like that couldn't find his way into the lineup after finding a way into the lineup when he was younger. Because the guys that are playing in front of them aren't playing up to the same level that those guys or offensive linemen in the past on lines that Caden Lyles was on played much higher of a level. Bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. Those last two are a little strange. Running back situations. Get it. Understand it. The Devin Chandler and the Caden Lyles a little bit. A little head scratching, right, Ronnie? Yeah. Why can't those guys get in a little bit more? I don't know.
2: You got to take it in stride and just try to. Approach it with a positive mind and a positive attitude and just make the best of whatever situation you encounter.
0: Comments there from head coach Matt LaFleur about the COVID issues with the Green Bay Packers. We now welcome in Mike Clemens. Mike, how are we doing, my friend?
4: Let me take my face mask off. Yeah, take that off, Mike. Take that off. And the shield here. There you go. And the gloves and the hazmat suit. Thank you.
0: Now we can hear you, good Mike. Mike, good morning.
4: Yeah, well, you know, you've got to, you know, I mean, it's 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 on the walls and everywhere at Lambeau Hall, at Lambeau Field these days.
0: So. As long as you sit down at a table, though, you're fine. <laughs> I guess
4: so. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you know, I that the Packers have done such a good job, and then they check us, or at least you know they've got different tiers of uh, media access, and but they've let you know me, they've let us in. Uh, so that I can be in the interview room, and we have to sit a certain distance from the podium. But they bring in players and coaches into the media auditorium, as you've seen uh, this past year or so. And we have to wear masks in there. I've have, have heard temperature taken, uh, and we you know, get a quick um, a COVID test, a nostril test and, and everything, and then they let you know. Man. but uh, and, and they have this, they've set out this semi-permanent tent that's between the players' parking lot and then this little door entrance that we've got for the media and maybe some other staff are go in for, and we have different testing times and and days, that kind of thing. So you know, it's except for Malik Taylor, who the backup wide receiver and special teams guy, he's not been on the COVID list now a couple of weeks. Um, they've had a pretty good year. I think Jay Sternberger, uh, who we saw on the bench uh, for the Reds for the uh, for the Washington football team. Um, He's with them now, the former tight end. Mm -hmm. He had COVID uh, during camp. Uh, Other than that, they've been pretty clean. And then Joe Barry tested positive Mm. after the game Sunday night, yesterday morning. And then a few hours later, we learned that Devontae had tested positive when the players started coming in. Because they can tell you within 15 minutes about that first test. And they still do these other backup tests when they send out to the the lab in New Jersey. So we asked LaFleur about this you know this situation and okay so if joe barry can't go on thursday night um you know could you use like uh jerry gray who's been a defensive coordinator for the bills you know he's he's been a player and a coach in the in the league over 35 years could he call the defense thursday night at the cardinals
2: that's something that we're kind of working through right now. I think, regardless of how we do it, it'll be a collective effort with everybody involved and having an input. But certainly, you feel confident with a guy like Jerry who's called it before and has had, you know, a top five defense in this league. So, uh, we definitely have people that we feel that are capable of of getting the job done.
0: So, Mike is like Joe Barry. Can he not be involved during the game? Is there rules against that? Like, can he well, not like Facetime in and help out or something?
4: Yeah, I mean, the NFL guidelines, first of all, they, you know, he really not allowed in the building. He's in quarantine. Now. Well, I mean, I mean, for, like, for like being I'm DC,
0: doing. like for being this DC role, won the game, like, can he like FaceTime in and help the boys out or like? No?
4: Uh, I, th- I, you don't know, know, um, I don't know if, if teams, if, if they've talked about that, can a guy call the game and not beat the stadium?
0: Yeah.
4: Um. I, I don't know. I don't think maybe maybe you can't quite do that in real time, yeah, you know, that's probably if, the to case, do that fast yeah. enough. And maybe it's too hard in terms of what the guy is looking at. I mean, you know, you, you've got to see what the opposing offense yeah. has got. I'm just thinking out loud,
0: up. you know, just thinking out loud.
4: Yeah. Uh. So, no, in the meantime, you know, they want, you know, bodies that are tested negative and, and can do that. And so – um you know, whether it's Jerry Gray, another candidate might be the outside linebacker coach, Mike Smith. I know that he and LaFleur are pretty close and that, you know, that's a guy who might have a career someday down the line as a defensive coordinator. LaFleur was asked though, you know, kind of your question, is there any chance that Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, could be cleared by Thursday night?
2: Well, he is vaccinated. Um, so if he gets two consecutive um, tests where, or two days in a row where he tests negative, then yeah, that is a possibility, but um, I'm not going to hold my breath on that.
0: Yeah, I'm not holding my breath on that either, Mike. I think uh, you just gotta, the, the bed's been made, now we got to sleep in it.
4: And so the Cardinals just went through this. As a matter of fact, you know, Chandler Jones, their pass rusher, and Zach Allen on the defensive line, they've actually been activated off of the COVID-19. They've gone through this. You know that the Bears had their receivers coach and one of their players test positive last week when we were in Chicago. Yesterday, Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears, has got it. And now you're seeing this come up with the Packers, who just played the Bears, which is kind of strange. But King- Cliff Kingsbury was uh, was on the sidelines, if you will, being quarantined for eight days, and then... Uh, he got. He was able to coach when they beat the Texans to remain undefeated. What was that game like, 31-5 they beat the Texans on Sunday? Yeah. So Kingsbury was asked, when did you get the all-clear Sunday morning that it was okay to return to coaching?
5: Right at about 6.30. So, yeah, I was down on the wire, which it's a long week just sitting at, sitting at home. It just didn't feel like the same type of rhythm, same type of comfort level. I just felt more on edge than I normally do after – you know, six days of preparation. This is the most disconnected I've felt to a game ever just because I just showed up and here's the plan and let's go. So are you going to be behind? Because if you don't coach today, were you going to be working on the Packers? So now are you a little bit behind? I was on the Packers all week, so we're, we're good there. I'll, I'll go back in this office and watch their game right now and then um, have a good plan for Thursday.
0: Much like a marriage, Mike, in sickness and health, the coaching grind doesn't stop, yeah? <laughs>
4: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So that you know, if Devontae Adams can't go, uh, that you know, it's interesting that you just played this game where you got Robert Tunyon more involved in in the game and the win over Washington. You know, last year he had eleven touchdowns. Now we're seven games into the season. So far, he's only got two. Caught that nice pass over the middle from Aaron Rodgers. Alan Lazard. He's been doing a lot of blocking, uh, but you know, he got involved. They had that one drive just before halftime where he had five catches in the same drive, including the touchdown pass. And it looked to me like Rodgers was really starting to work the right slot area. He found a hole in uh, a lack of coverage with the Washington defense then. So this was after the game. we talked to Aaron about getting Robert Tunyon and Al-Azard catches uh, versus Washington and and, and how he kind of made that adjustment in the game.
5: It was nice to get Bobby going. It was nice to get Allen. A bunch of touches. We didn't run the ball very well. We didn't protect great in the first half. Good front. Really good front uh, for first-rounders. But didn't protect uh, necessarily that well. And we had some opportunities if we just hold up a little bit longer on some plays. I had to kind of deal it and get, and get rid of it. So, But I feel like we're close. We've got to keep finding ways to get the ball to guys in space. When our defense is playing like they did today, we're going to be tough to beat. As the game we're on, did you feel like you were
4: making you know the
5: right adjustments? Yeah. You know... It's a it's a different defense. They got a real good front. They play a bunch of different coverages in the back end. So we had to kind of be patient at times. Didn't run the ball well, but we did a pretty good job on third down. We still have some red zone issues. We're just the efficiency is just not quite where it needs to be. But we're six and one. So like I said on the field to Pam, uh, coach's dream situation is winning and still being able to correct a lot of things, so they're happy. What
2: does it do for the offense when you can get Bobby and, and Allen involved?
5: I think it can open up some other things. Teams are still trying to take away Devontae in a number of different ways, but a lot of a lot of double coverage. There was actually a few times where he was singled up today and tried to go to him in those situations, but that'll be the focus moving forward, I'm sure, every single week. It starts and ends with him, but the more we can get guys like Allen involved and, and Bobby involved, it's going to you know slowly give Tay a few more one-on-ones probably.
0: No, maybe Rodgers had this premonition, Mike, that Devontae would be out. That's why he started connecting with Lazard and Big Bob Tunyon. What do you think?
4: No, I think you're dreaming of conspiracy theories <laughs> now. I, you know, that's I, every day I for mean, me, you it's know, nine out of ten of
0: these cases are asymptomatic. They usually, they usually come know? true for me, though, Mike, so who knows?
4: I, I've talked to uh, – there was one guy that's a front office guy that uh, was gone suddenly for about a week and a half during training camp, and – And, you know, and then he came back. I go, you know, what's going on? Well, I tested positive. I had to go home. I had to do the quarantine. I did all this. And I go, So what was it like? I had zero symptoms, Mike. He goes, you know, you start retracing what you did over the weekend. Okay, took my kid to the playground, and, you know, we went to a coffee shop, you know, but I'm vaccinated, and somehow I tested positive. I mean, this is what, you know, a lot of folks are going through. That's just the way it is. But. You remember last week we were talking about uh, Rogers and the golf cart, you know, with Bakhtiari and everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I told you the story about how Brett used to park, in when they, when they rebuilt Lambeau Field, they put that big loading dock on there, Mike Sherman and he would park their trucks in the loading dock area. Well, then, you know, after Sherman uh, got fired and Mike McCarthy was there, it was McCarthy and Favre, and after Favre left, it was Thompson and McCarthy. It's, you know, no other players have parked in the, yeah. in the, into that. Except now, you got Rogers down there parking his golf cart. So <laughs> see. He's already got the underground parking with that golf cart. They let him
0: park the Must golf cart. Must be nice, man. Must be nice.
4: <laughs> it's like, so then the next thing is, yeah, and you remember, and then I told you at the shareholders meeting, they announced that you know, we're there, we now have uh, underground parking for the players <laughs> coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is right about the time that they traded for Randall Cobb. Yep. And you're going, Hmm. Hmm. So uh, the next thing is this. Now, Rodgers has had problems with his back in the past. It was a couple of years ago that they were coming up on a preseason game, and he was scratched, and he said, my back locked up. And I thought, "Uh, that's you know, we know he doesn't really want to play in the preseason games, but then the next day in the locker room, and you see all those suction cup things on his back. So it's like, okay, uh, clearly he's got some sort of a, a back issue going on. So Rogers, threw at the end of his press conference after the win Sunday evening over Washington. He brings up the story where he gives the shout-out to a couple of these trainers that helped him with a stiff back.
5: First of all, I do have to give a big shout-out to Nate Weir and Mike Zoli. I woke up this morning and my back was killing me. It was all locked up, and I came in here early. And uh, I'm thankful for those guys taking care of me in order to go out and play today. Um, Yeah, my back was a little stiff Saturday, and um, maybe you guys know this or don't know this, but there's an antiquated uh, procedural thing in our league where the most important night of sleep, we stay at a hotel. (laughs) And I don't want to blame it on the hotel. It's a nice hotel. Uh, But my bed at, at the house that I'm sleeping every other night, of my time here in Green Bay would probably be a little bit of a better uh, option um, I think and that's just my opinion first I heard of it right there so uh, I don't know Aaron also said there's this antiquated thing in this league where I was also sports tight (laughs) as (laughs) late Uh, Coach
2: Rogers and I will have a uh, discussion <laughs> af- after this, I'm sure.
0: Mike, I'm thinking about this. How about we get Rogers to pony up a couple more years for the Packers? We build him what's called a mother-in-law suite, a mother-in-law house right next to Lambo that he can sleep
4: in. Yes, yeah. With, he's with, got his underground
0: with, parking. He's got the mother-in-law house. Like, come on, dude.
4: Yeah, when it's with a magic bed and number settings yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, he's just kind of saying, you know, look, me – You know, Mercedes Lewis, it's not like we're going drinking the night before a game. (laughs) But I guess that that's part of actually an NFL thing. Like, even if you're the home team, we don't want these stories that you're all, you know, these Max McGee stories from 50 years ago that uh, you're out drinking all night long. You know, we want you to be in your team hotel and have your meeting and a bed check at 11 o'clock. If you got a game the next day,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we appreciate your time, man. And uh, I'm still trying to get and hold of Mark Murphy to give you some underground parking there at Lambeau. I'll let you know what happens, okay?
4: I uh, keep me posted, <laughs> but I won't hold my breath, <laughs> as neither, Matt Lafleur would say.
0: Neither will I, Mike. Have a good one, brother. Nice, uh, nice hearing from you. Good stuff today, as always. Thanks,
4: Ebo. Thanks, Ebo. Uh,
0: there he is, Mike Clemens. You can follow him on Twitter, uh, Mike Clemens NFL. <laughs>